This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We acknowledge Elders past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. <coughs> ah, alright. Hello. Let me just get a little drink. Just back from my adventures. Um, if you haven't listened to the pod before, I've gone really through the mines. Um, not literally through the mines. I came via the sea, but I've just returned from a horrible island. Um, just poured myself a little Chablis and I'm really just trying to relax. Um, I consequently came home around the same time that um, me and Daddy normally do the pod, so I thought it'd be up here in the pod chamber, um, but I can't see him. Let me just see if he's under the table. Mm, Daddy? Uh, I might have to call him on the clam. All right. It's ringing. Oh, hey, Spooky. Hello, Daddy. Guess where I am? Are you still on that island? No, I'm up here in the in the pod chamber. Oh, my God. Are I you know. home? Come up and kiss me on the mouth. Oh. I've got a salty taste to my breath from being on the sea. This is a bit old. I've, I've only got mild scurvy. Uh, look, I'll, I'll just have to apologise to Corey. He was, uh, I've been telling him What are you gonna... doing with Corey? Well, you could probably hear him there in the background. Oh, oh my God. What are you doing with him? Well, just we, blow him off. We're, we're, we're talking about... um. Blow him off. We're talking about food politics. He's been writing this essay all day. He wants me to listen to it, give some feedback. You can talk about food politics until the cows come home, well, but when does your spooky come home? Once in a blue moon. All right. Tell Corey that you'll catch him on the flip side. He knows what that means. All right, Corey. Corey, I have to do another time, okay? Hello, Corey. Nice to see you again. Tell him I'll come down and... um. Hang out with him when hell freezes over. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm okay. I'm just gonna come up there. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I guess just have to wait for Daddy to come up to the pod chamber, and while he's coming, I might just introduce the pod. Um, so I'm Spooky Sue Jenkins, former treasurer of Australia, uh, recent escapee from a horrible island, um, and my daddy, he's. He, he's a homosexual who... Uh, hey, Spooky. Hello. Oh, oh, it's hi. good to see you. It's good to see you too. Oh. 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 Uh, thanks, thanks for that, Spooky. Oh, lovely. You taste great. What have you been doing? Oh, Corey's been splashing me. Mm, you taste like wine. Oh. He's been splashing you with, with Chablis. Oh, I, wouldn't, I don't think a Chablis has got enough bath there. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you mean that's... Oh no, is that Cory juice? It's Cory juice. Oh god, I really wish I hadn't licked you. Yeah, he's... Have you not... When did you get home? I just got home now. Oh right, so you've not seen the statue in the backyard? No, I came through the front door. Oh. I have to go out and have a look at it later. It's quite impressive. Mm. Um, you know, all the frogs and Cory, they really... I think it's quite a likeness, you know. Mm. 50 feet t- tall, which are... You know, I know you said that was probably a bit big, but, you know, it is very spacious inside. That's okay. I thought that that was quite a massive statue, but I actually saw some really, 
really quite impressive ice sculptures on the um, cruise ship that I um, managed to hitch a ride on here. Oh, oh right. Mm. Yeah, are you going to tell me how you got back? Yeah, I got, I got a ride on the Princess Jasmine. Oh, yeah. um, it was a, the only cruise ship that's operating um, post-COVID. Right. Yeah. But how, did you, how did you hit this ride? Um, I, you remember that communication device that I told you about last week? Oh, yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. together? Yeah, from that um, uh, sort of uh, disagreeable and uh, uh, drunkard seagull. Mm. Um, so I managed to steal all of his parts and I communicated with his uh, vessel that he'd been stranded from. Oh, right. And disguising my voice like his, mm. uh, let, let me see if I can do a little bit of it. Yeah, so like that, yeah. So I learned that language. I learned all of their secrets. Hmm. Oh, let me fucking tell you oh, that yeah. Tom Nook, he's not who he appears to be. He's a massive sweetheart oh. and an amazing kisser. Oh, oh, you, you're going to keep up correspondence? I'm going to keep up correspondence. I'll be sending uh, letters to the Nook stop uh, almost every day. Oh. Sent one on the cruise ship, actually. Oh, yeah, well, how was life on the cruise ship? Um, it was incredible. Um, the casino was open. Oh my god! Which was yeah. great, mm. and there was really great entertainment. There's a lot of people doing um, sort of uh, Rita Hayward songs. Um, a lot of Tina Turner. Mm. You know, just having a laugh and grabbing each other all over. You wouldn't even believe it. Oh, it sounds, sounds fucking, fucking, fucking wild. I got grabbed. I went into the into the bar. I mean, I wasn't technically supposed to be there because I just like. I sort of crept on like a cat in the night uh, yeah. sort of along the banister while people were, you know, lining up. Um, so I wasn't really supposed to be there. So I was like, you know, should I go to the, to the dinner, to the captain's dinner? But I was like, I decided to put on a little dress and just sort of waltz in. And everyone was so welcoming. They were like, oh, it's a chihuahua. Oh, they were all, you know, mostly old women, so they loved chihuahuas. Yeah, they are probably really drunk as well. They were drunk as skunks, and they were just like, you remind me of my dog, Betsy. And I, I just, you know, was humouring them and was saying, I bet Betsy's the best dog in the world, isn't she? Are you going to put a bet on for me? Aren't she great? That's a great dear. Yeah. Um, so I managed to actually make upwards of $10,000 on that trip. So, I mean, that's... That, that's great, Spooky. My question is, how did you manage to get... So you got on the cruise ship, but mm. surely they didn't let you dock. Surely they didn't let you just off the ship. Yeah, I, I jumped off uh, just before we got to the shores of Australia. Oh. Mm, I could see Peter Dutton in his uh, submarine. Mm. Oh, he was riding around in a submarine, was he? Oh, he's always riding around. He's, he's um, circumnavigating Australia in a submarine all the time. Oh, oh I didn't know that. He, does a, he does a lap every three days. Oh. Well... What's that thing that's speaking to us from, from Parliament then? Because I assume that you can't be speaking from Parliament and, and circumnavigating Australia in a he's submarine. Got, he's got a backdrop that looks like Parliament that he, he records from his submarine. Oh. Mm. God, the things you tell me. Mm. That's the inside scoop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Uh, so I, t- I jumped off before I, could, before I knew Peter Dutton would be there in his submarine. And uh, like I suspected, he did bomb the vessel. So I guess the Princess Jasmine is uh, is floating into, you know, Davy, Davy Crocker's locker or whatever they call it. I haven't seen anything about this Mrs. Crocker's spooky. locker? I feel like this should be on the news. Oh, this kind of stuff never gets on the news. Are you kidding me? Peter Dutton going around this submarine, bombing cruise vessels. I think that's the kind of thing they put on the news. 
The world's always darker than you think it is. Mm, actually, we probably shouldn't put this bit on the pod. Let's redact that. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, mm. make, I'll, make, I'll make sure to do a note for anyway, it. Anyway, how have you been? What have you been eating? You look like skin and bones. Oh, well, I've been on this really cool new diet. Oh, all right. No Tell animal products. Oh. Mm. Um, what about kibble? No, 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 there's animal products in, in kibble. Um, technically, uh, if, it, if a tree hasn't dropped it itself, mm. um, I, I'm not really supposed to eat it. But obviously, li- we're living where we live, there's a, there's a fairly, uh, there's not a whole bunch of, there's not a whole bunch mm. of food that's being dropped. So, you know, that's but like, true. I've I don't know. I've never seen food really drop from a tree before. I'm feeling really animated, you know? You know, the frogs are really into it. They think it's really cool. Ah, so the frogs, you and Corey and the frogs, huh? Yeah, we've become a real trio. I tell you, you're lucky I'm in such high spirits and I'm so happy to see you. Well, why is that spooky? Um, well, I just don't know how I feel about this influence. Um, the frogs and Corey. Yeah, you know... Uh, food politics wait, uh, was what you were saying. I have to say, food I Food think... shouldn't be for politics. No, 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 you, d- you don't understand that uh, the politics of food is what the sovereignty of this nation was articulated upon. It's a colonial project, the clearing of land. Mm, I mean, I'm pretty sure they've got old parliament house and new parliament house, but there's no food parliament house, all right? So, uh, who are you trying to fool with your food? Well, I just feel like you're not validating my opinions here. Your opinions are stupid, Daddy. Let's do the pod. Corey never tells me my opinions are stupid. Well, that's because he's a big nerd. I told you. All right, after this, let's go dancing, okay? Well... Tell Corey to get stuffed. He's such... Oh, he's such a drip. Well, Kermit's been working on this poem. Kermit? I thought he died. No. Didn't he die in the in the casino fire? No, 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 no. Oh. The, the frogs are... A thriving. I thought he tried to put the um. I thought he tried to put a burning curtain out with his um kazoo. Yeah, I mean, like one of his arms is a little bit damaged, so his kazoo days are over. Mm. But um, he inhaled a lot of flame. Yeah, yeah. He's taken. He's he well, sucked back on the kazoo. He. It's funny. Mm. Funnily enough, that he's been writing a poem about this about oh. how he's you know. Ah, right, we've got another poet swallowing. in the house. Well, have we? I, he's it's his new profession. Mm. He plans to uh, you know, travel but Australia. I, but I write poems. That's my thing. Oh, it's different to your kind of poems. They're kind of like... What are they, police poems? They're not police poems. Mm. Well, if they're not police poems and they're not chihuahua poems, then I don't know what other kind of poems are there. Limericks? Sonnets? I've never heard of it. Aren't you worried that you're going to get arrested? No, I don't think I'll get arrested. No, you think I managed to I managed to get a taxi back from, you know, um, from the Melbourne airport. I even got on a flight, um, and then, you know, got a taxi back pretty quickly. Walked through the streets of West Brunswick. Nobody really seemed to bat an eyelid. Oh, so you think you're going to get away with your um? Well, I mean, they still are talking about what you've done on the news. It hasn't gone away yet. Well, I am wearing this nifty hat. You haven't commented on my hat. Well, I was going to say it makes you look a little bit like a. What? Yeah, like look, a what? You look a bit Miss... You look a little, you look a little bit Mrs. Bucket. Mrs. Bouquet? Yeah. Well, I mean, but do I look like myself? Because it's a disguise hat. No, it's, pretty good. That, it, it's a pretty good disguise hat. That's why nobody recognised yeah, yeah, me. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty good, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> right, well, did you want to do the pod? I would love to do the pod. Well, oh, yeah. Well, All right, so, I mean... I feel like I've already introduced the pod. You know, it's a pod, uh, a chihuahua, 
and a soothing homosexual talk about uh, Ozpole, Clodpole, um, bridging visas and uh, love and desire sexual questions of the entanglements of body parts. Mm? Yeah, I, I guess that's... No, we haven't done that in a while. No, we haven't done that, have you? Oh, mm. we had some complaints when you did give advice, so we had to... I think we should do it again. Send in, send in your smutty bits. <laughs> if you're listening right now, send me your smutty bits. Actually, no, don't. No. No, we don't want... No, we don't want that. If people want to send their smutty bits... I actually... I regret it. Are you thinking it could be like a Lord Byron fan? You know, people sending bloody pubes to you in the the post situation? Is that what you're trying to discourage? No, I guess I don't want bloody pubes. Mm. I'm not Lord Byron. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well... I'd rather not. (laughs) I can live without it, all right? Oh, I'm in such a good mood to see you. Your beautiful face, Daddy. I oh, that's so nice. I can't spooky. believe. I thought you were a lot uglier than you actually are, actually. I mean, in the, the image that I had of you in my mind while I was, you know, drunk out of my mind and Chablis on the Princess Jasmine. I kept imagining you. I was like, my Daddy has got a very sort of earthy, wholesome face. But you're actually quite pretty, Daddy. Yeah, fuck you too, Spooky. That was, that was trying to be a compliment. I haven't, I haven't had, I haven't had a conversation with a human being that hasn't been smacked out on Chablis, sort of leaning over the um, card tables. So I really, I've, I've forgotten a lot of the social niceties. Evident. Mm. Evidently. Mm. Well, look, I mean, I could complain, but maybe I'll just tell you about the complaints the pod got this week. Please. Well, a lot of people were, um, they weren't sympathetic. I mean, you're not going to like this, actually. Mm. They weren't sympathetic to your, um characterization of Tom Nook. Oh, Apparently right. a whole bunch of people have come I didn't know this. This was this is very new to me, but mm. he's been doing um all kinds of deals. Corey was telling me about this actually. Oh yeah. That Corey's he's been doing all these like crazy deals um on the carbon trading market. So um he was sort of working with these selling off these credit carbons sorry, carbon credits uh for um forests in the Amazon in the two thousand four yeah. Nook five. has has he? Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's a he's a real green capitalist, you know. Um Corey's not a huge fan. Anyway, a lot of people were saying that it, it was very irresponsible to be characterising him as a uh, as a kind capitalist. Was I doing that? Yeah, well, I feel like... I don't even know. I don't understand. I don't even know what that is. I was just reporting on how I was uh, treated at the time by the man. And I could tell you that he gave me a rum coconut and then he bored me to tears on that first night trying to get in my knickers. And then he gave me loans that he knew I would never be able to pay off. But really, I think he was just trying to keep me on the island. Yeah. What's going on? Is he, is he still on the island? Oh, yeah, he owns the island. Oh, right. Mm. Mm. Well, there was one other thing that I got him. Considerably less complaints about, actually. Mm. But there were some people worried um, that you might have possibly knocked off Bonwin Bishop. What, what would have given them that uh, implication? Well, I think it's that you pushed her out into the sea. I think that was a real... Um, it seemed quite final to a lot of people. Well, I mean, she was... It seemed to be final to me. She did have a pistol out and was shooting holes in the hull of the helicopter at the time. Yes. But you still pushed her out. You still killed her. I, I mean, what did I do again? I just spilled some... Um, what did I do? You threw some... You pushed her out. Pushed her out the window, did yeah. I? I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. I think I remember that. I think she slipped on a ribbon. 
where did you get a ribbon from? Why was there a why was there a well, ribbon in the helicopter? All I can remember is there was there was several ribbons tied around her feet and her hands before she was pushed out of the helicopter. So she probably just tripped on one of those ribbons. Oh, poor Bronwyn. Ah, she'll be okay. She's come out of greater scrapes. That's true. Mm. That's true. She, th- she knows how to face down an enemy. She really does. Yeah, she'll be she'll be fine. She'll probably see her next week. Yeah. Well, Spooky, I've got um, oh, I've got a bit of a uh, a new thing for Ozpol for us this week. Oh, all right. Well, it's been such a uh, such an exciting week mm. for uh, for news. I mean, a, a depressing week, but well, a week. Catch catch me up because um. There was really no news coming in or from the Princess Jasmine. Yeah, well, this is it. I really want to get your sort of perspective on some some events, mm, right? Okay. Um, uh, so I want to call this sort of a game of like true or false. So what's going to happen is I'm going to read you a short description of a news story um, mm-hmm. from the last sort of week or so. Okay, get, um, like a game. Is it yeah. like a game of chance? Yeah, yeah. It's Well, I, I guess it's more like a game of general knowledge. But for you who, who, who don't, mm. who, who, who's obviously been out of the loop, I guess there's, it's, a chance there's, element. there's a chance element. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm very, very... Yeah. So it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if you uh, get enough of them right, uh, we can watch more episodes of Twin Peak on Stan. Oh, great. Yeah, I mean, I know we left off sort of halfway through the second season. Yeah, you, haven't, you, haven't watched, uh, you haven't been watching it without me, have you? No, no, no. It's our time. Yeah. I can't wait to Leo's redemption arc. I really hope he becomes a good boyfriend. I think he's going to, yeah. yeah. I, that's that's the feeling I'm getting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you lose... Um, oh, what can I do to make it? I'm going to get you to um, edit Corey's manifesto. Because I mean, he's quite a, he's quite an inspiring young boy, but he's um, his spelling is. Well, you know creative. what? That um, that's not even much of a punishment because I've been meaning to have a go at that manifesto. I know where the backspace bar is. All right. Okay. Um. So. True or false? Pete Evans, a famous TV chef, was fined $25,000 for trying to sell a light machine as a cure for COVID-19. Light machine as a cure for COVID-19. Alright, uh, sounds crazy enough to work. I'm going to say true. What's... It's, true? What, what part of that is true? All of it's true. Okay, yes, he was fined $25,000. Oh, great, yes. Uh, but, so I got it. Were you trying to say that the light machine would work? It might. uh, Have you tried it? True or false? The Australian government has urged citizens to download a tracking app with which they will have data on your location at all times. And this data will be stored on servers uh, owned by Amazon in the USA. Um, no, no one's stupid enough to fall for that. Uh, I'm going to say false. Sorry, Spooky. Oh, my God. It's wow. true. Wow, the Australian public's really cucked by the fucking police state, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, that kind of feels like a policy that you would want to get behind, Spooky. I don't care where, where everyone is. All right. True or false? Uh, a coked-out business rascal called Dick Pussy yelled at a dying cop about sushi after a tragic, after a tragic traffic accident on the Eastern Freeway. 
uh, that's just crazy enough to work. I'm going to say that one is probably true. Yep, true. Moving on. The Eastern Freeway is a fucking nightmare, isn't All right. it? True or false? Uh, due to uh, the heat waves of the last summer, uh, the Great Barrier Reef has experienced a historical bleaching event. Nah, I'm going to say false. It's true. The third time around, it's happened again. Oh, because I thought that was a couple of years ago that there was an historic bleaching event. Oh, yes, though, now there's been another one. Oh, right. It's okay, there probably won't be too many more, but Reef will be gone soon. You won't fall that for that question again. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. It's nothing but trouble. All right. Uh, following on, true or false? Mm-hmm. Uh, amidst the coronavirus uh, pandemic, the Australian government has decided to cut environmental regulation in order to speed up our recovery. I mean, I don't really understand how cutting environmental regulation would speed up our recovery, but um, I think I did hear Matthias Corman say something about it many years ago, so I'm going to say true. It's true. Oh, great. Well, he'll be very happy. Mm, yes, I think he will be. He'll, he'll, be, be, ha- he'll be having lamb dinners every night. Well, I mean, he'll, he'll be clearing all land for lamb. Mm. Uh, That's what he always said. Yeah. All land right. for lamb. True or false, the WHO has warned of a famine of biblical precautions. Proportions. Uh, I mean, they always like to be a bit extra, don't they? So I'm going to say true. Once again, you're right. Oh, my God. Um, Does that mean I... Uh, how, was there another question? There's one last oh, question. Uh, so, true or false, shortly after returning from a holiday in Aspen, mm. billionaire Kerry Stokes and his wife Flouted quarantine to lay a sneaky wreath at the Anzac Memorial. So I had to sneak around and jump off before the docking of the Princess Jasmine, but Kelly Stokes gets to lay a sneaky wreath? No, there's no way they would let it happen. No, that's got to be false. It's true, Spooky. Kelly fucking Stokes. I know Kelly Stokes, you know. Oh, do you? Yeah, from when I used to go to the the Stokes family pokes. Oh, right. Yeah. What would happen at the Stokes family pokes? Oh, they'd play poker at the Stokes. Oh, right, um, yeah. Yeah, they'd call it the Stokes family pokes. Yeah. Um, lovely man. Um, always swinging his golf clubs around. But um, I can't believe he flouted quarantine to lay a sneaky wreath. That's, that's incredible. I, I'll have to call him and congratulate him on that, to be honest. He loves the troops. Spooky, you're not going to last long in this quarantine situation. You're going to be in jail in 20 minutes. No, there's no way they'll catch me. I told you, I've got this hat. Nobody knows it's me. All right. Nobody knows. We never told anyone where we live on the pod. Yeah. Right? We could live anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I guess you've got a, what, a 50-foot statue of a chihuahua in the yard now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's actually a bit of a, bit of a giveaway. Really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's quite loud as well. Corey's often mate playing trap music quite late into the night. He's always playing trap music, isn't he? Yeah. He's quite a fan, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. see, these are the things that are going to get me arrested. I don't think we can blame Corey. We need to tear that statue down. It was so much work. It's a loving tribute, but it's going to get me locked away. So it has to go. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, I suppose you probably don't have anything to talk about in terms of club poll. I mean, have you been in... Oh, yeah, I do, actually. Oh, really? I thought you'd been in your news island. How would you know anything? Well, um, when I was on uh, The Princess Jasmine, I um, managed to procure myself a, um, an iPhone. Oh. And um, I listened to the 
uh, podcast episode that uh, Klopp was on, um, on Joe Biden's pod. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, I listened to that too, obviously, because we talked about it last week. Oh, you actually, you listened to it? Yeah. All right, because oh, yeah. I was going to give you a, a, a sort of a rundown of it. Oh, no, well, I mean, I just want to ask you some broad questions. I mean, how do you think, how do you think Amy, Amy went? Well, I think Amy... Um, did a, a very good job with her back padding. Yeah. The back padding was uh, uh, was nicely muffled too. So um, it was a very, very highly produced pod. Oh, um, yeah. All the back pads were obviously low on the track. Oh, hello, little bird there. Yeah, what do you reckon? Better or, better or worse than the production level in our pod? Um, I would say they have sneakier music. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a lot of jangly music that would sort of really shut off when the serious moments started up. Um and we don't really have that kind of production quality. No. Also, they do this great thing with Joe Biden's voice where they would kind of like fade him out like he was sort of the end bars of a disco track. Oh. And then it would just sort of go to the music and it was like he just sort of, you know, it was just it was like almost like the, the next song on the track. Oh, so sort of like it was almost like he got distracted and walked out of the room. Um, yeah, but they made it seem like that was what was supposed to happen, which oh. is great. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's not... You said last week that it's called um, On the Hill, which I don't know where you got that idea from. Oh, look, I have a lot of silly ideas. Yeah, because it's not called that at all. It's called um, Here's the Deal with Joe Biden. Oh, right. Which is arguably it's worse. Much, it, I think it's much catchier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you what the deal with Joe Biden is. All right, so I wrote some notes. Oh. And I, I said, it's got clinky slinky music. I said, Joe begins by laughing about how crazy it is to have a home TV studio in his house. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, that is crazy. That's pretty there. funny, isn't he's it? He's there. Yeah. He's laughing. He's la- he laughs. Well, he so loves lo- to laugh. As long as he laughs about it, then he's um he's one with the voters, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. very one with the voters. Um, and then he's got Klob on, and Klob comes in, you know, clobbing about. Oh, yeah, she you know, does. Yeah. If I was the production team, I would have had some sort of, like, Klob steps, because... Mm. Her, her footfalls is what made me fall in love with Klob. Oh, she's a bit of a stomper, is Smooth she? legs, stompy feet. Oh. Mm. Great. She's really great. Um, so she came in and, you know, she was talking about uh, her husband who had a, a temperature of over 100 for 10 days, you know. Oh, what? Because he fell under Prussian influence. Um, it's actually COVID influence, Daddy. I have to pull you up there. <sighs> That's wrong. Stick to the facts here on Spooky Speaks. Uh, okay. Sure, Spooky. All right. Um, so, you know, she followed... And she talks about on the pod that she followed the COVID code and she locked him in an out-of-state apartment for 14 days. Mm. Um, he was reluctant, she says, and um, he would ring her coughing and sputtering, um, you know, but she'd be shaking hands with uh, Betsy DeVos and the likes. And, oh, you're all you And so he, she would be like, you know, you know, get it together. Um, and then she said that he thought he was sick that he was such a guy that he didn't want to go to the doctor. Um, oh. And I was thinking, well, Daddy, you're a guy. Um, so what's this? Like, why do, why, uh, why are guys afraid of doctors? Oh, look, I don't personally understand this. You know, I sniffle and I go to the doctor. So I may be the wrong authority on that. But I think it's about, like, not wanting to appear weak. Oh, why would you not want to appear I weak? I mean, you also hate the doctor. Every time I've taken you to the vet, you've ca- caused a huge fuss. But they're always trying to, you know, split me open and see if there's any residual puppies in there. I keep telling them there's not. Yeah, well, why do you think men don't want the doctors? Because well, they get slid open and get probed around for residual babies. More or less. Can men have babies, though? No, uh, well, yes. All right, well, 
I mean, I guess that's pretty terrifying. All right, so then she, uh, and then she talks, then she sort of skips over a lot of stuff, which I didn't understand. And she keeps talking about how she wanted to hug healthcare workers, which I don't really understand because wouldn't that be a breach of, uh, breach of the COVID, um, social, dis Prussian distancing, Prussian distance, social distancing. Um, so I was like, I, I, you really lost me there, Club. And I also wrote here, I said, Club is being very nice to Biden. And she tells a story about him calling up a COVID widow that she sets up for him. Oh, that sounds nice. I remember this bit. It was really good. Yeah. Very she, heartwarming. Yeah, she said that she told him about this COVID widow. And uh, he said that uh, uh, that he, he's going to insist on calling her. He was like, I must call her immediately. And she was like, no, you can just send her a message. She's just a COVID widow who you know, appealed to me at, uh, at one of my rallies. Um, and he was like, no, I must call her. I'm Big Joe's on it. Um, and she said that the woman who he did call was so shocked that she had to pull over her car and cry on the side of the road while she was on the way to a paramedic shift. And Big Joe did that. He almost caused a crash. Oh. He's an inspiration for us all. He's an inspiration, yes. Um, all right, so I've got I've kind of got a review of um, of the pod. Yeah, um, all right. All right, so overall, I would say that their pod was uh, nothing if not mercifully short. Right. Um, only twenty minutes, so you know. Yeah, well, that's good. That doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't hang around too long. A tight double ten, yeah. Um, I'd say it's very tightly edited. As I said before, a lot of Joe's sentences um, sort of fade out, like the final bars of a. Um, disco track yeah. um, the music was cheery and they both had great stories of contacting individual people which made them seem like very human beings yes well as long as they seem like human beings mm. yeah. and I, I, I gave it a 4 out of 5 on the human stars of compassion it's got a 3 out of 5 on production values I think our production values are actually quite better um, and it's got a 5 out of 5 stars on flouncy back padding Oh, well, good. Mm. Oh. How about that? So congratulations. Um, what's the deal with Joe Biden? Uh, I hope uh, I hope we do get to figure out what the deal with him is because, to be honest, I don't have any idea after listening to that. Yeah. Rubbish. <sighs> well, I guess it's that time of the week, Spooky. What time of the week? For you to sing us a song. <gasps> oh, my gosh. It's Bridging Visa. Bridging visa, when I cry that Bridging visa, I can through the air Oh, well, Spooky, back to the classic for today. I just thought I'd give you a, a fresh classic. Oh, yeah, it really does feel like you're home. Mm -hmm. It's classic, but it's fresh every time. Yeah. Well, what have you got for us this week? Um, well, when I was on the, um, the Princess Jasmine, or the Queen Jasmine, I forget what it was called now, to be honest. Um, you know, it's destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, blown into smithereens. Yeah, by, uh, down there with Davy Locker. Yeah, you said, mm -hmm. yeah, down there with uh, with uh, Klobuchar's locker. Um, so the bridge I have for you this week is uh, it's called the Recycled Bridge of Logan County. Oh, that's not a very catchy name. It's not as good as what like Nutty Nutty Narrows. Yeah, yeah. Bridges should really have catchy names, but this is just it's just called the Recycled Bridge of Logan County. It was the first. Um, Bridge of its kind. Oh, yeah. Um, How ma so? Made out of recycled bottles in 2012. Oh, well, now I see why you like mm. this bridge. You're probably catching on, right? Yeah. Mm. 
Um, so this this bridge, it doesn't very doesn't look very good. Um, no. It's just kind of grey, and there's kind of like a handrail. Mm. Um, kind of looks like, have you ever been to one of those um, benches that's made out of like, sort of like condensed bottles, and it's just sort of grey? Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that, kind of like rubber. Because it's not all bottles, they have... Um, it's uh, made out of uh, 80% post-consumer plastic bottles, but then there's a 20% um, recycled car bumpers and dashboards in oh. there as well, which I think really muddies the whole process. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, so I mean, as, as a model for your, for your bottle bridge to Tasmania, how do you reckon it stacks up? Well, so they crushed these recycled bottles up, which I think is a funny way of doing it, because um, when I designed my bottle bridge, what I had yeah. is I just had... Um, I just uh, drilled some holes in either end of the bottle and then I would just sort of strap them together with cable ties. And oh. I thought that looked very nice because it would blow in the wind. Oh, yeah. Um, had a nice sort of flow to it. It was like, almost like half bridge, half wind chime. Oh. Um, yeah. So it doesn't really have that whimsical energy that I would want from a recycled bottle bridge. Oh. Um, but, you know, this bridge is currently the longest recycled plastic bridge serving the public in the United States. Right. How long is it? It's in Ohio. Um, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't have that in my notes. Oh. But it's fairly long. Two cars width, I would say. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's the, I suppose that's something. Wouldn't be as long as my bridge, which would be from Melbourne CPD to Launceston. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, what, what else have I got here? Uh, it is likely that it will outperform comparable structures built with traditional materials because it will not rust, splinter, crumble, rot, absorb moisture, or release chemicals into the environment. Isn't that quite nice? I feel like this is a pretty lame bridging visa. Well, what's wrong with this bridging visa? I tried my best. I don't know, you know. Well, why don't you do the bridging visa next week, all right? No, well, maybe I will. Okay, all right. I can come up with. Well, you know what? I challenge you. Next week, you come up with a bridging visa, okay? All right. I'm going to be shutting down my bridging visa. Well, I thought this was supposed to be a yes-and podcast. Oh, yeah, well, I guess it's, in, it's a, it's a no-and. It's a, it's a no-but. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, what's your week ahead looking like, Spooky? Well, I just got back, so, you know, I'm going to finish off this Chablis and hopefully sort of just comatose into a lovely, reposable sleep. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like... You really wrapped up a chapter in your life, right? You know, I have, you have yeah. this whole Prussian rule thing that you gaslit me with. You know, you've and really I got, tried I would have to... got away with it too if it wasn't for that sneaky Janine. Yeah, you've reinvigorated, you know, games of chance in Australia. You've collapsed an economy. You got stranded on a desert island. Mm. Do you know Ladbrokes? Yeah. Have you heard of them? Yeah, I've heard of them. Oh, they've been giving me phone calls all day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they want me to be the sponsor. I told them they'll have to change their name because I'm not... I'm not sponsoring anything called Ladbrokes. What about Spooky Brokes? Yeah, it's going to be out to be Galbrokes or Spooky Brokes. Oh, right, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, well, that's exciting. Mm. So you're not you're not quite closed up then on the on the gambling the gambling part of your life. Well, I mean, where there's games of chance, that's where you'll find me. Oh. Oh, Shake nice. the dice and I'll be there. Oh. Do you have a poem for us this week, Spooky? I do. This is a poem I wrote um, after the explosion of the Princess Jasmine. Oh, right. Um, I wrote it on a bus that I got back into town, uh, soaking wet and covered in 
um, lots of debris and human flesh that had sort of shot itself. Oh, I didn't realize the from the wreckage. Oh, yes, God. and had sort of matted in my fur. Um, oh. I was I was very um, upset. Um, so it's quite a sad poem. Um, it's called uh, Princess Jasmine. You were too good for the borders of Australia. All right. All right. Princess Jasmine, you are too good for the borders of Australia. In open seas, the seagulls blow between the deck chairs, row on row, that mark our place, and in the sky, the gulls, still bravely singing, fly. Am I the dead? Short days ago, I lived, felt dawn, played cup and ball. I loved and were loved, and now I lie in Jasmine's bowels afraid to die. For hark, it be Dutton on the shore, dip down, his torpedo poised. With our white flag we do implore that his militia be deployed. Take up our quarrel with the foe, you, O Princess Jasmine, go! The torch be yours to hold it high, for I have legs to dive ashore, and must be off to lands unexplored. I'm truly sorry for eating all of your shrimp. That's a spooky. Yes. Sorry, I'm a bit cheerful. I, I think there's something. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, just a very emotional poem. I think there's something going on outside. What's going on? Oh, it's probably the postman. What time is it? Uh, uh, who? It's, oh, should I look at the spooky? There's lights. Oh, the red and blue lights. They're the worst lights. I wish they were green or some other colour. It's the police. Oh, oh god damn it. What, how would they have found me? I don't it's know. That, it's that 50 fucking foot statue I told you, god damn it, not to put that up. Open the door. Oh, no one's gonna, it's fine, no one's gonna open the door. Oh, it's Cor- Open the door. Oh no, Corey's going to the door. Fucking bitch, don't you dare open that door. Don't you, don't you let me out. I tell you, I'll give you a, I'll give you a Wells original. I'll give you, I'll give you ten starbursts. I know where Janine keeps them. I know where she keeps them where you don't know. Cora, you slippery snitch. Eddie, shred my documents. Freeze. You'll never take me alive. <laughs> I can't freeze. I'm too warm. I've got a warm belly. Get away from me, you dirty cop. You're all maggots. Oh, you're horrible. You're more horrible than Margaret Thatcher. Get off of me. They've truly got me. Daddy. Yes, Spooky. Oh, Daddy. Oh, no. Oh, oh, it's too tight. Daddy. What is it, Spooky? Daddy. What is it? Daddy, I will see you in heaven. Bye, Spooky. See you in heaven.